And welcome back again to the Leadership Podcast. Um, it's good to have you here with us with myself, Sim Dendy, and my new co-host, Ed Perry. Thank you, Sim. It's really great to be back together. How are you doing? What have you been up to? Um, it's, it's summertime for us when we're recording right now, and I love this season of the year. The kids are off school, and we're trying to do different things. I'm taking my daughter to watch the cricket. Uh, we've been on a family holiday, and I just love that change of rhythm yeah. of breaks before we start the next season again. So I, I don't know you, but I always find that sort of summer reset as really important. And I know this will be coming out later on in the year, um, but that's what I'm doing right now. Uh, but Ed, I want to ask you a question because often, as we said in the last uh, episode, you, you, you've been helping us produce this podcast. We've been working together over the last couple of years. Um, but you're a bit of a man of mystery. <laughs> that, you know, I often do the talking and, and I've met with some of the guests and that's why I want you to be more involved because I think you've got a different uh, story to me and you've had different experiences to me. So um, before we go any further, as you talk about how we're going to relaunch this podcast and what a future looks like, I would love to hear some of the story of Ed. What mm. makes you tick? What gets you up in the morning? What, why you want to be involved with this podcast? Um, some of the work that you do. I'd love to hear about the person behind um, the camera. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, um, vulnerability is not my strong point. Okay, so we'll learn one you're thing. you're going to have to... Yeah. Uh, Dig hard. Yeah. <laughs> but here, so um, actually, I knew you were going to ask me this question and I kind of thought, well, what's my experience with leadership? And I've got some obvious answers to that question. But the one that immediately kind of sprung to mind, which allows me to maybe, you know open the open the door a little bit to my inner mystery as you yeah. put it. um is uh i so i worked for alpha international for nearly more well, 11 years or more and my first role there was um helping coordinate the alpha course at hdb it was just an events role uh i was fairly fresh out of university i think i'd done one other job which was totally unrelated before before that and i got there um and i'd become a christian um, as a student, um, so I was a young Christian as well, and uh, I remember very early on in my job there saying, "Oh, I'm I'm a leader." Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I'm like a 21, 22 year old, yeah. um, and I remember my boss at the time going, "Okay," <laughs> like you know, slightly um, uh, wary, I think, probably of uh, who they had suddenly who had suddenly turned up. And in some ways, actually, as a young guy in the church at that time, that's a great way to kind of practice leadership. And yeah. um, one of the great opportunities um, and fun things that I did at that time was we led a, a, a kind of a church small small group and um, had been on, uh, I remember actually being on like a small group leaders weekend away and mm. kind of looking into how we did that and... Um, actually, you know, in some ways, kind of that idea of leading from not being in a place of perfection or leading from kind of weakness yeah. kind of naturally came to me. Like, I think I'm, uh, you know, I'm sort of a sort of nurturing person, probably, mm. if you had to sort of personality type me. And so being able to say, well, actually, I don't, I don't know yeah. the answer, but, you know, here's how I might approach it or, you know, that kind of yeah. thing or let's do it together or um, collaboration, partnership, all that kind of stuff is... Um, it's how I lead, I suppose. Mm. Um, so, yeah, going back to that, I'm a leader. Like, you know, in some ways, I kind of really got to express that. In other ways, um, it was sort of 
treated with wit, wet, uh, wariness. Yeah. A degree of wariness. Probably rightly so, because, you know, you definitely don't want to <laughs> <laughs> unleash someone who's so, you know, uh, forthright with, with that. But, um, I mean, that was, that's nearly coming up to uh, 20 years ago now. So um, things have developed since then. What I'm doing now is I run my own business. It's called Freed2. Um, and together with Sim, we're, mm. we're kind of producing, making this this podcast. I've been involved with it sort of behind the scenes over the last few years. Yeah. We actually recorded the first episodes of the podcast together before we'd even met because it was through lockdown yeah. um, and we were just connected and did it all, all via Zoom. Mm. Um, but, uh, and then, I mean, totally honestly, things got busy uh, and uh, which is great for the for the business, but it's meant that I was able to give less time to it. But um, and so you, Sim, took a lot of the burden of organising and interviewing and being the face of this podcast over the last couple of years. But I think we've both felt that we need to just rethink it a little mm-hmm. bit, reposition mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and make sure that we're actually making something that really serves. Yeah. Um, Christian leaders, church leaders, um, in the context of what leadership is going through mm. now. Um, and so uh, we've been working closer together on it mm. now. So my my business is a communications and, and digital consultancy. We've got um, seven of us now. Uh, and, um, you know, we, we work with a lot of charity clients, particularly Christian clients. Um, and so... You know, I'm I'm really keen to see uh, those people and the people around me um, flourish and, and thrive, yeah. and I think and the church in general um, yeah. flourish and and thrive, and that is something that we as Free Two you know want to get into and want to help, probably from that communications and digital point point of view. But mm. this all plays in into that, and you know, having good leaders, strong leaders, the best leaders, yeah, um, is going to be a key part of, of that. I feel like I waffled a lot, Sim. Tell no, me what, you, what interested you. Hear, no, it's good to hear <laughs> your voice and, and to hear you know some of your story because I think you know for, for me as someone who's often been the bulk of the, the voice on this podcast, you know I'm, I'm very comfortable speaking and having conversations with people. But it's great to hear what makes you tick and some of your background, your story. And I think working with Alpha over those years has been a, something that's changed the face of the UK Christian world in that last twenty years, like you say. And what you bring, I think some of our, we've worked together on things like the Warm Welcome campaign yeah. in more recent times, seeing five, 6,000 locations across the UK opening up their premises for people over the winter time. So we've been involved in some of that stuff outside of the church or alongside the church, mm. uh, working with different organisations. And I'm keen that we work together to serve leaders. And last time we, we, we talked about some of the, the, the why we do what we do. We, you know, there's that kind of that famous, the golden circle from Simon Sinek. Mm. You know, we all know what we do. Someone's know how we do it, but do we know why we do what we do? And we got, getting to that heart, we had lots of conversation the last few months about the why of leaders and, mm. and recognize there were some leadership fails we talked about last time. There's been people, you know, who have fallen from grace, who've made mistakes, who've hidden sides, have caught up with them. And how do we help serve leaders? And how do we create honest conversations so people can actually can learn together rather than just try and impress people by, you know, our little black book of people we know yeah. and who we can invite onto the show and, and people can go, oh, wow, I can't believe you got so-and-so to speak to you. That's not the point. The point is here to serve those of you listening as leaders. Um, so what, what are some of your reflections you might have had in that last episode we just recorded yeah. um, that people have heard? 
uh, things you wish you didn't say or things you <laughs> wish you had said? No, I think it's um, it's really interesting. Um, my key reflection is, hey, there's a real pressure dynamic here, right? Um, if you put yourself out there as a leader, um, people expect things from you, and especially as a Christian leader, mm. a, hi- a higher level of, of values. Um, and it would be really easy for this podcast to add to that that pressure. Um, as you just said, you know, another impressive person, you yeah. know, he seems to be faultless. And that's not really the thing that we, that's not the thing we want to be, be doing here. So um, we are, we're really looking forward to having some conversations with people who mm. we can really learn from, um, who are going to be open and honest and um, share some of the successes, but also some of their failures and, and key learnings. Um, and yeah, and, and that thing of, on the way down here to record today, I was listening to, you mentioned Simon Sinek and uh, Start With a Why, and I was listening to him on um, another podcast, the High Performance Podcast, and him talking about, you know, this, um, that high performance in the context of that podcast, you know, is not possible by yourself. Yeah. Or at least it, if it is, then it comes at huge cost. And, and that would be my second reflection, really. Like, you know, the pressure, A, but then... You know, if people do this by themselves, uh, the only way they can be successful is at cost mm. to their lives, their health, mm. their relationships. Yep. Um, and ultimately, that doesn't make good lead- leadership. No. Mm. Um, and so I'm really passionate about, you know, my one of the key, one of the reasons that I particularly am wanting to give time to help create this podcast is because, you know, I'm... I'm building a business and our key, one of our key values is partnership. So we love, and we love to work with, to work with and alongside yeah. our clients, to partner with them, not just to deliver stuff yeah. for them. And, and that comes out of my own personal values where I've seen that kind of worked out in, yeah. in, um, in, in Lee's life. I mean, I think actually, particularly of one example, uh, again, back at my time at Alpha, but I did a lot of work in their Latin America uh, and Caribbean office. I speak Spanish, so I led that, that team for a little while. And there was one particular meeting that I remember between a Catholic bishop, this is in mm. uh, Mexico, and the local church, senior church leader. And then both realizing that, you know, having, despite the sort of the persecution there and the conflict that had been for many mm. years because of the relationship between the Catholic and the Protestant mm. churches in Latin America is particularly fraught, um, coming for them to realize that, but they were both doing alpha and this was both the fundamentals of both of their Christian faiths. Yeah. And, you know, that, that coming together and that partnership and what unites, what united them was so much stronger. And when we can partner and when we can have those open conversations and that really brings learning and yeah. health yeah. to leadership um, in a way that just being in a silo and trying to be the best that you can doesn't. Yeah. Um, so that's what, that's what really drives me and that's what um i'm looking i'm looking forward to uh, to the way that we're re, re, repositioning this podcast because I, I guess that, that question for me, for me about what drives me is i, I guess I, i've just got really frustrated hmm. with seeing for me personally church leaders fail and crash and burn hmm. and i've seen churches i've seen churches closed down in recent times because mistakes got made i've seen people whose 
I've seen people's marriages break up because mistakes got made. And I'm just going, I want to see healthy leaders. I think we put so much on leaders and we've, we've, we've almost created a sort of a subculture of leadership within the church mm. that becomes so unattainable, becomes unhealthy, becomes impossible, that, that something breaks eventually. And I'm just thinking this, this has got to stop. This is mm. just not a healthy way. All you end up with is short-termism. People look impressive. And, you know, I remember, I think it was Nicky Gumbel that you say the best church leaders are people who have got 35 years preaching experience, aged 25. <laughs> and it's that mindset. You have this idea of perfection. Mm. but And everyone wants a young, youthful, high energetic leader. And I'm like going, but like you were saying in your 20s, you thought, yeah, I'm there and I've made it. How do we create longevity? How do we mm. create all ages playing their part, every generation. I don't want it just to be someone in their 20s and 30s and crashes and burns and gets angry with the church or angry with their circle. How do we help people sustain and maintain leadership for long periods of time or even recognise different seasons of coming in and, and coming out? And so it isn't always about pressure to build, build, build and do more, more, more. Um, as you all know, we've talked about this, You know, I'm, I'm going on sabbatical mm. and um, it's something I've never done before. Um, as a church leader in, in denominational churches, in Anglican churches, Methodist churches, this is really common. In fact, it's so common every seven years, like clockwork. Um, I've done church leadership for 30 years and I've never done this before. But I've been here in Romsey in Hampshire as leader of Freedom Church for the last 10 years. And my trustee board said, oh, we'd love you to take a sabbatical. And first of all, I thought I'd done something wrong. <laughs> and I thought, what have I, why are you trying to get rid of me for? Um, I love my job. I love what I get mm. to do. I love the people I get to serve here in, in, in Romsey and, and the part I get to play. But I was just sort of feeling like, what do I need this? As I processed and I asked questions of those who'd done sabbaticals, who'd and I've read a great book by Ruth Haley Barton called um, Sabbath to Sabbatical and Back Again. I realized the importance of rest and rhythm of rest, the importance of pause, mm. the importance of letting go. Um, I think it was Justin Welby when he had a, a sabbatical a couple of years ago. It's about reminding the church they don't need their leader and reminding the leader that their identity is not in the church. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we get so become synonymous with our identity. And I think... We we're two blokes talking here, but I think as men, sometimes we get more sucked into our title and our position than we should allow ourselves mm. to. And sabbatical, like a Sabbath, is pressing the pause button and saying, I'm reminding myself that I'm not the job that I do. I am, I am the person I am and God loves me for who I am, not because of the tasks I fulfilled during the day. Yeah. And so I think I mentioned that because this is part of the story. How do we create a place where we serve leaders through honest conversation? I'm hoping I'm taking a three-month break, and I'm hoping in those three months to learn something fresh about myself, to to recalibrate, uh, to find a new way of, 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 you know, a new rhythm of working mm. again, to reset some things that got out of kilter, mm. uh, to deal with some stuff. And I'm also hoping that the church has an absolute blast without me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm nervous they might ha actually have so much fun they don't want me back. Well, they might raise uh, up some new leaders. Yeah, yeah, they might find some <laughs> other people. And I think I'm hoping that that, and the people who are, I've got a brilliant leadership team, I'm hoping they will find new things they can step into in the, in the vacuum, the absence that I, I leave behind. Mm. So I think there's lots of wins, but it's more just kind of, for me personally, kind of 
how do I uh, rediscover the purpose that God's given me as a as a as a part of this earthly community of the season here before I get you know transferred to glory? What's the part I get to do? So uh, tell me, um, I'm putting on a spot a little bit, but. Um, <laughs> I'm really intrigued by this sabbatical that you're going on and, you know, it's a reset, all that kind of stuff. But how are you intentionally planning to do that? Because Uh, it's one thing to say, well, I'm taking three months off and, you know, I'm going to go walking or whatever you're planning to do. But that that will go like like that, right? So have you got any intentional plans of practically... How? Yeah, I have. I mean, I d- didn't want to take up too much time on no, this no, no. episode. We've got time. We've but got, we've got time. time. Okay. I, I, so for me, um, and I've done lots of reading, lots of questions around this, I think that the piece that I'm, I'm trying not to do is have it too fixed in place, but yeah. I have got some things planned. I am going, uh, people find this most fascinating. I, I am making it very uncomfortable for myself. So I am, I'm going on a, a pilgrimage, uh, a solo walk mm. um, from Scotland down th- through Northumberland into Hadrian's Wall at Newcastle, um, St Cuthbert's Way and St yeah. Oswald's Way, and um, I am going and I'm I'm taking I'm turning off all my email, all my digital devices. I'm coming off social media. I'm I'm carrying my own tent. Mm, okay. Um, even as I say those words, I think I'm a fool. <laughs> uh, but I'm deliberately trying to put myself in an uncomfortable place so I don't just rely upon the the habits I've formed over a lifetime. If you just flick the phone on, yeah. you you scroll through your social media feed or you you know, you just check what everyone else is doing in the world or you get stuck stuck into your, your, your emails or, you know, the tasks that have to be done. And just be able to walk, to ponder, to meander. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not even using a digital device for my maps. You know, mm. I've got actual real maps. I've okay. actually got physical maps. Good. Yeah. Uh, I've got to work out how to read them properly because I've been so used to using Google Maps or Quick something. Quick orienteering course I know, coming up. Exactly. <laughs> and a, a friend in the church said, I'll lend you a compass. I'm like, oh, it's been a long time since Cub Scouts. But I'm deliberately, and there's a few things I'm doing like this, where I'm deliberately putting myself in a, in a place of discomfort mm. because I wanted to discover and rediscover my relationship with God. That I'm, I'm not just. I think this is what's happened. And, and uh, someone gave this lovely quote that as a church leader, as a Christian leader, I spend all my time trying to point people to God, but do I actually spend enough time with God? Mm. Uh, am I always just casting a light on everyone else's stuff that I never t- actually give attention to my own things that I need to deal with? Yeah. And I'm so trying to create places where people can worship God in a really good setting and they can find a, a rhythm of prayer. They can find Christian community. And I'm working really hard at creating all these spaces. But actually, am I taking time mm. to be with God? Am I taking time to really, uh, you know, just soak in his presence, to be with him, to rediscover my relationship mm. with God? Because that's why I got into all of this in the first place. And yet we end up becoming the person, you know, we become the what we do rather than who we are. And so I hope that doesn't take up too no, much no. time. But, I, but, you know, I'll have more stuff to tell you the other end. Well, so I was about to say, uh, you know, so we are recording this in the summer. Sim's going to go away for three months and then we're going to record the next season at the end of the year. Um, we'd love to hear how it's gone yeah. <laughs> um, and whether you achieved it and what you learned yeah. from it. And we should take some time to do that in the, in the first yeah. episode. Um, I've got one more question on it because I think it's a really healthy model of leadership that we can talk about and that is your trustee board Mm. told you to go and do Mm. it and so um did they tell you why 
the, the why they gave me was actually they just felt like, it, you know, I'd been there 10 years. Yes. And it was almost like a, we recognize what you've given to the church over right. 10 years. Yeah. And it wasn't, it is a gift. I think sabbatical is a gift. I appreciate not everyone listening can have that mm. opportunity. But I'm hearing more and more stories of business leaders building uh, sabbatical routines in, whether it's a learning sabbatical or a bit of study, mm. or whether it's just pure rest or a longer break. But I think they were, it was a, a, a gift that was being given to me by the trustee board and saying, actually, thank you for all you've mm. served. Here's, here's almost something in return. Yeah. But I actually have taken it to the next level where I think this is about me being a healthier leader. And if I want Freedom Church that I lead to be healthy, it, it will only replicate replicate the leader that, that it's, it's being led by. And if mm. I'm unhealthy, that will drip down into my leadership team. It will drip yeah. down into uh, the church community. Mm. And so the healthier I can be as a follower of Jesus, uh, the more healthy for others. And I think you're right. In, in, in my style of church, which is a non-denominational church, which is de- deemed a new church, it's been around for 40 plus years, I'm not sure when it's still new, uh, you know, how do we create these, these healthy habits? Mm. How do we treat our leaders really well? Again, talking about this podcast so that people can actually have longevity. Yeah. You know, if I'm going to have another 10 years, another 20 years doing this, then I need to create these rhythms because it's just unhealthy otherwise to keep on going at 100 miles an hour and expect your family to catch up, the church to catch up, and me to maintain any type of, you know, walking with God in a healthy, meaningful manner. Am I just reading my Bible just to prepare a talk? Or am I reading my Bible to discover the creator of the universe and how he thinks about me as an individual, not just the job that I do? And, and so, I, I, you know, I'm hoping to learn some stuff. I'm hoping at the other end, Ed, you and I can have a really healthy conversation. Yeah. And maybe although you're not a church leader, you, you have a leadership role within a Christian charity. Maybe there'll be a sabbatical conversation for mm, you and your maybe, team maybe. at some point. Uh, because, the, you know, this is about rhythm. It's about, you know, the routine of, of taking a break, of turning things off and on again. Mm. You know, most things restart where you just turn them off and back on again. And the same for myself. And I'm hoping the learning I do... Um, you know, I'm not going to write a book while I'm away. I will journal, but I won't write a book. But maybe I can do some learning mm. and I can share that with you when I get back and yeah. and with all the listeners as well. Yeah, I mean, that would be awesome. We would love to, I'd love to hear how it's gone. Um, any final thoughts as we wrap this episode <laughs> up? I mean, I think um, for me, we are here to serve. You know, we, are, we want to see, we, we're in a bit of a crisis of leadership. If that's not too, I mean, there seems to be crises about everything at the moment. Mm. But not, not you and me. No, no, not. <laughs> well, <laughs> generally, hopefully, hopefully not. <laughs> but in, you know, this is what we're seeing in the world. Yes. Um, and uh, and we want to just have some have some have those honest conversations to un- unpack it, so that we can all learn and therefore become yeah. better. Put that, that into practice. Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to yeah. it. Uh, I know you are too. Um, just end us with uh, your final thoughts on what yeah. what you're excited about for the. Yeah, I think this is. I mean, ultimate leadership is about service. Christian leadership yeah. is about service. You know, Jesus served his disciples, and they led the early church into what it became that we're all now part of. And and our job as Christian leaders is to serve other people and to bring the best out of others which is why we talk about you know serving christian leaders through through honest conversation can Mm -hmm. we create honest conversation on this podcast that can really serve the church and serve other leaders and i would love that to be the case if you're listening today and you think oh i'd love them to talk about this topic or Mm -hmm. that topic 
do get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. However you listen to your podcasts, um, reach out, connect with us. And we would love to kind of serve you by talking about the topics that, you know, that you're struggling with. Or talking to the people that you'd like us to talk yes. to. Yeah. If there are particular people you'd like to hear from, uh, between Ed and I, we do have a few friends and connections. Yeah. We would love to find those people and get them onto this show so you can hear mm. the voices you want to hear to talk about the topics you need to hear about so your leadership can be healthy. So you can lead for longer. You can lead better. You can lead in a way that is healthier and so that the church can grow strong. Because I do believe when we, we have healthier leaders, we have healthier churches. And so mm. that's what we're about, to serve you through honest conversations. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you, Ed, for being with me today. And I'm glad we're doing this together. Yeah, me too. And, and I think we'll be healthier doing it together. And we can have a lot more fun. Yeah. It's sure. nice to be with you in person. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you as we start the new series of the Leadership Podcast very, very soon. Thank you. Thank you.